0: All Got right. the piston
1: out of the way. let <laughs> start this. Yeah.
0: How was the concert, man?
1: It was let's, great. Let's get to business, <laughs> right? Uh, so, uh, like I told you, we uh, I went with my two older kids. We saw Wu Tang. We saw Wu Tang. Nas, De La Soul. Wow. It was yeah. great. It mm-hmm. was great. So Wu Wu Tang. saga continues. Wu Tang, uh, one of my favorite music groups. Been a fan for a long time. Yeah, got a Wu-Tang tattoo on my arm. Fuck yeah. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, my buddy, I'm pretty sure my buddy Deshaun, shout out to Deshaun. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure he's the one that got me into Wu-Tang back when we were teenagers. So that was. (laughs) Guess what year? Back in the. What year? What year? Mm, Let's see. I think I met. Deshaun in ninety seven or ninety eight maybe. And so and Wu Tang had been out
0: that was yeah, know,
1: that was for a few years by then. Yeah. Um That was mm. right around the time that I got into Wu Tang. Yeah. In 97. Right? Yeah, right? So and the thing is is like so I grew up in the South, um, in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um a lot more diverse than people think it is. It's not just a bunch of country folks. You know, we don't all talk like this down there, and, you know. But uh, music, like, you know, southern rap and southern hip-hop, a lot different. You know, like, especially, like, being close to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, like, my friend Deshawn got me more into East Coast hip-hop. Um, you know, like Nas and Wu-Tang, Most Def, uh, Talib Kweli... Um, you know, guys like that. So I got... I <coughs> started, <coughs> started listening to Wu-Tang more with Deshaun. Then just became a fan. Um, and the crazy thing is, is as long as I've been a fan, um, this is the first time I've seen him live. And, yeah. and I've seen Method Man live um, with Redman. Uh, so that was cool. But this is the first time, and obviously didn't get to see Old Dirty Bastard. Um, but... Cool surprise. So, uh, De La Soul opened the show, and um, they actually uh, are <clears throat> less one member. Um, Frugal Is it Frugway? I think it's Frugway. I think that's how you say it. Not, I'm not real big on De La Soul. I know who they are, but he passed away. So, it was just one guy. Um, but anyway, so De La Soul opened the show, and then... Uh, they had a surprise guest come out, which I didn't know he was going to be there. Um, and I just mentioned him, Talib Kweli. Mm. He came out on stage, and I was like, what? So I was like, and I've seen him live, actually, too. I actually saw Talib Kweli and Common. Um, I don't know if you know who Common is. Yeah,
0: I know what um, So
1: is. he's like, he's an actor now. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. And he does, uh, what are those commercials? Is it, Common does a bunch of commercials, is it? Not T-Mobile, is it? I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, so I saw Talib Kwali and Common at House of Blues in New Orleans. Mm. That was a pretty yes. cool show. But yeah, he was a surprise guest. He came out and then uh, me and my kids took a little break after that set. I was thinking that Wu-Tang was going to be the headliner, but Wu-Tang and Nas co-headlined. Oh, so
2: that's... they
1: were both like, it was weird because so I was like, okay, De La Soul was done. And I was like, okay, Nas is coming out. And not that I didn't want to see Nas, but, you know, the kids wanted some merch. And so we were like, okay, now's a good chance to hit the merch table because it was packed before that. So we ran to the merch merch uh, booth and uh, we didn't wait too long. We get back and, and so, of course, we hear the concert going... And we get in there and like there's like three members of wu-tang on stage and i'm like oh my god so now, I'm like, <laughs> now i'm like i freaking missed it <laughs> so so it, it, no big deal because we missed like maybe two songs and so what they were doing was they were coming out on stage like one by one one person would come out and they do one of their solo songs and then another person come out and they do a solo song and then maybe a couple would be know, like a song together I mean, and of
0: the eight, how many were there?
1: So there was actually... They were all there. Obviously not well, ODB. Yeah. Um, rest in peace. The only one that wasn't there was Jizza, the genius. And so and I don't know why he wasn't there or what's going on, if he's part of the tour. But he was the only one that wasn't there. So another cool surprise.
0: One of the originals.
1: Um, right? So... Right. Yeah, because him and RZA and ODB, and ODB yeah. they started the group pretty much. Those three, they're actually cousins. Yeah, but another cool surprise during one of the songs when ODB's verse came up, his son came out. Oh, and Aww. so so ODB's son, mm-hmm. he raps, and his stage name is YDB. Young Dirty Bastard.
2: And he <laughs> nice. looks just
1: like him. <laughs> nice. And so he come out on stage and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and, so, and I knew right away when he came out, I was like, that's his son. Wow. And so he that's starts great. rapping ODB's parts. And so it was pretty cool. Wow. Well, then they go through a few songs. And so Method Man and JZA hadn't come out yet. And then Wu-Tang leaves the stage. And I'm just like. oh oh, they'll be back I'm sure that's not the end of it there's no way because they weren't on stage for very long and then Nas came out and then Nas was doing his thing and then all of a sudden he leaves and then Wu-Tang comes back out again and so I'm just like oh that's kind of cool so they co-headline so they kind of like just were going in and out Mm. so they doing some more Wu-Tang songs and then all of a sudden boom here comes Method Man and the place, obviously, just erupts because, I mean, he's the most popular member um, of the group. I don't know. I've, I've always been a RZA fan. I've See, always been get-go. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Method Man fan. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of all of them. Right. But it, it just depends on, like, what aspect you want to, like, dig into as far as being a fan because, I mean, obviously, Method Man's the most popular, but... Like, I don't know if you want to say... I mean, obviously, character-wise, ODB is everyone's favorite. Character-wise, I like Raekwon and Ghostface a lot. Um, But as far as, like, lyricism, which most most Wu-Tang fans would probably pick Genius. I mean, his name is Genius. But as far as lyricism... He's probably the best lyricist in the group. I mean, they're all great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. They're all great. I, I like the fact that
0: RZA just puts his... He, he like, dips his toes in everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he he coll- collabs with so many different yeah. artists. Yes,
1: he does. And another thing I like about, about them, too, especially RZA being, like, the producer, like, the the... In, how would you, I guess instrumentation, is that a word? I don't know, <laughs> Um, but like the instrumentation, I guess, because it's not just, you know, like a lot of East Coast hip hop is all about instruments more than it is about beats, right. like rap, you know, especially like Southern rap or even Southern hip hop is like a lot about beats, which they, East Coast, they use a lot of instruments. And so that was really cool because when Wu-Tang came out, they actually had a live band playing with the so, violin, yeah well they had um, not I was expecting that yeah. I was like okay There's well maybe vocal. he'll have like a little orchestra but it yeah. was just pretty much pretty much like a basic band there was a bassist a guitarist a drummer a guy on the keyboards um, and then obviously a DJ right but yeah it, it, I just like the way he mixes in different instruments and different genres of music in with his music and then you throw in the kung fu sounds and, <laughs> and snippets you know <laughs> Which is great too, um, but yeah, the the concert was awesome. It was it was a good experience for me to be able to see one of my favorite music groups with my two oldest children, and so and they were having a blast too. Dude, and so um, and they knew um, most of the Wu Tang songs. Um, they didn't really know. I think I think my daughter knew one Nas song. I don't know if my son knew any Nas songs. Maybe just like hearing it in my car every once in a while, but he probably wouldn't be able to pick out like, oh, I know that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I, of, of them all, I think
0: Nas was what I listened to the most. Oh, yeah, back, yeah. Back in the day. I,
1: I'm, I mean, I like Nas. I didn't listen to him a whole lot. I wish I would have listened to him a lot more. And and it's not like I can't start listening to him now, but he's a great lyricist he's a, too. He's a poet, man. He, he is. Mean, he, he's great with words. He tells stories, mm-hmm. and he just
0: goes off. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's it's less about it's less about the beat, and more about the story that yes. he's telling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of like that's that East Coast style, you know? They, like and especially like back then in the '90s. Cause like music now, is especially rap and hip hop is, is so it's it's all about the music. You have a really good beat, a catchy beat, and maybe a hook. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, you know, music out there that's you know, m- not my cup of tea, but mm-hmm. it just appeals to the younger generation. Yeah, and so yeah. it's not like what we grew up on at all. <laughs> no. So this was at Moda, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool.
2: So, uh, I don't know, what about the crowd? Any super fun or
1: crazy things happen in any the concert? Any mosh No, actually, no, no, no mosh pit. <laughs> uh, so the, 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 floor, the floor was laid out in, in, like, actual seating. So there was really? no, yeah, there was no general admission. Hmm. The whole concert was all seating. Even, hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm eating. Still <laughs> so got some chicken nuggets to eat over here. <laughs> so, yeah, even on the floor, they had chairs set up in rows, and so it was all assigned seating. Huh. So there was no open, the floor wasn't open. Yeah. Um, and, no, and nobody did anything crazy. It was yeah. just, it was a great crowd. Nice, good. You know, nothing crazy. I didn't see anything crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, for the most part, kind of it was like, the vibe was like it was like a big giant house party <laughs> nice i mean especially the especially the beginning so dj scratch um he's a legendary dj uh he was like the host of the concert i guess or you know if you want to call it that but he came out first and was up there by himself just him and two turntables and that was it and so he was like okay i'm gonna get the crowd ready for the concert and he was like how many people are in here you know that are this old and how many people are in here that are this old And he's like i'm gonna take y'all back and start playing like some older music and i'm telling you man it was just like i mean you looked around and there's a bunch of old heads you know like you know like not old heads i guess like People are age, our age. Mm. Yeah. which we're not old heads, but I mean, like you know what I mean. You, <laughs> you know. We are, but we're not. Yeah. But you were there with your kids, yes, yeah, so exactly. Like, Man, I feel oh, old. Exactly, exactly. Because he's, he's like, yeah, how many people are here born in the two thousands? And I'm like, oh, my, my children. <laughs> and so, but when he started playing music i'm telling you man it was like a big giant house party i mean he was playing some old school stuff like a lot of stuff from the 90s nice. and it was just it was great yeah. i mean we were vibing and i'm looking around seeing you know parents and and grandparents you know and we're just bobbing our heads and we're going crazy and then like the kids like you know like my kids and kids their age they're just like what is this
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> no that's funny because yeah i uh, yeah, the only hip-hop concert I ever went to Was Snoop Dogg And that was the exact impression I had, too yeah. it did, This is like a big party Oh, and, yeah Yeah, and it just felt so much more interactive With the audience Yep, yep You know, and I've seen some acts Even mostly rock concerts yeah. what I've been to And some of them Like Rob Zombie was probably the most interactive Yeah I felt, but Yeah, I mean Again, mine was the Back-to-school tour with Snoop Dogg Yeah, yeah And uh, Yeah, you just and the vibe was so much different. Everyone was just
1: having a good time. Mm, yeah, it, yeah, it was a blast. That was absolutely the fun concert. That's usually, you know, what's crazy is that's usually what happens when you go to a concert that has, you know, usually like older artists mm-hmm. that have been around for a little while because you got an older crowd yeah and the thing is it's like people like us like our age it's like we've been around we've seen everything we've done everything we just want to chill <laughs> we don't want to fight anybody. <laughs> yeah. we don't want to be at, we don't want to get drunk and act crazy <laughs> right we, we literally just want to chill and yep. just vibe mm-hmm. like these younger kids man they get out there they want to fight everybody like, like I don't I don't see the point like yeah you know so when you go to like a Snoop concert or a Wu-Tang concert we're just all a bunch of older people that just want to hang out and vibe oh yeah
2: yeah everyone was just like giggling and a lot of confused and lost people at Snoop oh. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and they're probably all high oh yeah but it was like where, a, wait a minute roaring bonfire why did place. I park
1: my diet coke <laughs>
2: <laughs> I th- I think the
0: the club scene back in the 90s gave gave it a bad scene where people were violent you know during those club days and everything and everybody thinks that that's how rap concerts are gonna be and it is not the way I mean Mm -hmm. these giant auditoriums you know these huge stadiums that they're filling up all the seats nobody's there to to cause beef you know everybody's there to enjoy the music and like have a good time Mm
1: mm-hmm yeah, definitely. I've been to a lot of different concerts, too. Different types of music. Yeah. And this was one of the more mellow concerts I've ever been to. Was it really?
2: That's yeah. interesting. That's cool, though. Because, like I
1: said, everybody just wants to just vibe and, and just enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, I went to um, the, um, what they call it? Like, wet, hot summer tour. Anyway, it was... Uh, Motion City soundtrack, Newfound Glory, and All American Rejects, and that was up in Washington, Richmond, yeah, oh, the nice. amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And so, and that concert was pretty cool too, and it was pretty mellow for the most part. You know, you know, it's a little more. Not, I mean, that's not rock and roll music. I mean, it's kind of like, I guess that pop, pop punk is what some people call it. Or alternative bubblegum punk, some yeah, of it.
0: Alternative, or yeah. Deal. And I've yeah.
1: seen Newfound Glory. They're actually one of my favorite music groups too. Um, I've seen them live. I think this was either the fifth or sixth time seeing them live. That's the main reason I went. But I tell you what, All American Rejects. Never seen them live before. They put on a great show. the The lead singer he's he's a performer, and I didn't know that he had that side of him. You know, he was like kind of like flamboyant. It was weird, like. I don't know, like weird in a good way. Yeah. He put on a great show though. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. This is good. You know, I think those older artists too, they almost
2: have more of a presence about them. Like Snoop Dogg, I mean whatever he was in complete control of that crowd. Absolutely. That's
1: some good sauce. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's but, McDonald's new sweet and spicy jam? hmm Man. Good stuff. But even <laughs> You know, Alice Cooper,
2: you know, for being an old guy, he was complete control of that crowd. You yeah. know, these old performers are Rob Zombie, you know, sixty some odd years old, rocking out.
1: They've you know, also been doing it for so long. Yeah. It's like true. Autopilot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just yeah. get up
1: here, I know what to do.
0: Yeah, they've they've done it so many times that yeah,
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: the same it's the same for them. It's yeah, just a different exactly. place. Yeah, we're just I'm just in a different town. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, with going to the Wu-Tang concert and everything and keep the hip-hop train rolling here, uh, wh- how did you get into hip-hop? Like, what was your first,
1: like, oh, entry a, into hip-hop? That's a good question. I know mine, but I just thought... I'd... I Right? I, I, you know, <laughs> I'd have to think about that because, you know, we're... We're old, you know. I don't remember that long ago. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll, I'll go with me. You can. Yeah, you go, yeah, you go ahead. What's? I got into Run DMC. Oh through yeah. Walk This Way, Aerosmith. Great song. Great group. <laughs> and uh, before that, I you know I knew. Rap and everything, but I just wasn't into it. But mm-hmm. Run D.M.C. just gave me a whole different look, mm-hmm. <laughs> outlook on hip hop, okay. and uh, I was a huge Run D.M.C. fan. And then the Beastie Boys came after that, you yeah. know and went from there. You
2: mm-hmm.
0: know, what
1: about you,
2: Eric? Oh, I have to apologize to my poor parents, but <laughs> it was a road trip with uh, you know me and my sisters all jammed into a car going down to California. You know, I was like eight or nine years old, and we stopped at some store, and I found a DJ, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince <laughs> tape. Yes. Yeah, audio tape. Yeah. And my poor parents, we listened to that thing so many times back and forth. And, you know, we got through it, but that was the soundtrack, that trip. But I don't know. like Some of my other cousins, like, they were from more of the Southern California area. And they came and lived with my grandparents for a while. And they were kind of from some rough neighborhoods in Compton or Southern California. And then they started to introduce me to like NWA and more of this hardcore kind of stuff. And just been a fan ever since. But yeah. yep, Yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, just being, yeah, white kid. Trying to be all hardcore at nine years <laughs> old. <laughs> you know? yeah.
1: So um, I don't even—I don't even know. Like I, I can't even recall like my music journey, which is weird. But I'm—I'm I'm pretty sure my older brother. I mean, he probably had a little bit to do with with maybe the rap music part because he's he's uh he's 8 years older than me um and of course i, you know, i wanted to be like my big brother mm-hmm. and he hated it <laughs> like most big brothers mm-hmm. go away go home i'm hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but he he listened to, you know, rap and stuff like that. I don't know who he got into first but it's weird that you mentioned Run-DMC and Beastie Boys cuz those were you know, a couple of the groups that I listened to first, you know, obviously, you know, because we're, you know, we're close in age. So that that's what was big back then. But then, like I said, I grew up in the South. Yeah. So, like, back when I was in high school, it was all about No Limit, Master Pete, and all those guys. Little Wayne, back when he was with them. Um, I'm sorry, that's Cash Money. Um, no Limit. No Limit was a separate group, and then there was Cash Money. So, No Limit was Master P, um, he had a couple of brothers, uh, C-Murda. Yeah, that was, that was high school for me. Yes. (laughs) I mean, everybody. Right. It didn't matter. They were big first. No Limit was big first. And then Cash Money came along, which is Lil Wayne, um, BG, uh what's the uh, the two main guys baby <laughs> remember baby
0: yeah
1: he's a little goofy <laughs> put some respect on my name <laughs> I'll roll up on all tree y'all uh, manny fresh that's who I'm thinking about manny fresh he was uh responsible for most of the beats for cash money um but then they kind of blew up so and it was like a kind of like a they weren't like rival gangs, but like, you know, they competed with each other. It was like no limit and cash money. So I really couldn't
0: bump like hardcore rap out of out my windows. So right. I got into like Fushnikins. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and things like that. I mean I, yeah. I loved it, the the yeah. the oddball. Rap, mm-hmm. like something that you know, something <laughs> that somebody else might not even know about. You know,
1: Shaquille O'Neal. And yeah, the good... st- Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was I great. you for- forgot about that. <laughs> how about Leaders of the New School? Remember them? No. <laughs> That's where Busta Rhymes started. Oh, that oh yes. Man? Okay. Yeah, okay. I was into
0: Busta Rhymes too, <laughs> and uh, the Roots. My older brother got me into the roots mm-hmm. i liked their jazz you know soul music you know yeah, it was real yeah. good
2: yeah that's funny because i have an older brother too and not really into rap but he had a you know he he's 10 years older yeah. so he kind of helped me get like you know learn queen and some of the other metal stuff i mean queen's obviously not metal but it was pretty big in that <clears> too yeah, me I
1: love me some queen. Oh yeah, it's great <laughs> I mean I, I literally listen to everything. Mm-hmm. There's there is no music that I, I I I don't think I I don't listen to. <laughs> I mean, I'll listen to anything. Yeah. Okay. Country, R and B, jazz, hip hop, soul music. I love me some soul music. Like some old school singing, mm-hmm. like some Al Green, <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. Oh man. <laughs> love making music. Mm -hmm. that's how you get yourself in trouble
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think the the music that defies the genres the, the ones that step out of the boundaries that they are supposed to be in yeah. Is what I prefer, especially when it comes to rap. I mean, when they can go yes. a jazz route or when they can go like poetic mm-hmm. and everything. Like I think you're you're pushing the boundaries of what music is supposed to be when yeah. you can push that rock rap boundary yeah. or that jazz rap or the poetic rap. Up. Um man, what was I trying to say. Um, I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. Oh yeah, cool yeah, like yeah. That. I'm out. Uh, I can't remember the name of the band, right? right? That's, um...
2: Oh, my gosh. What's the song? Does anyone know the name of the song?
0: Brain freeze. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It's it's when, when they ba-ba-da, make... Ba-ba-da. Yeah, when they I can make... think of the beat. When they make music that doesn't fit yeah. into any one <laughs> genre, it's that's where i want to be yeah in, when it comes to music and i've always been that way mm-hmm. I, I love it when they just mash up the music oh yeah especially oh, yeah. back in the early 2000s mm-hmm. when when that's that was the thing is they just mashed two songs yes. together and that was <laughs> it, that was what djs did back oh then. yeah and they just yeah. went here's here's here it's this song and this song yeah. and we're gonna we're going to slow this one down and speed this
1: one up so that the beats match and then go. Yeah. So crazy thing about mashups and different types of music. There was a tour. I don't remember if it was late nineties or early two thousands. And I wanted to go to this concert so bad, but I don't think they came anywhere near me. So, another one of my favorite music groups and we're gonna jump over to a different genre of music rage against the machine oh yes Mm -hmm. rage and wu-tang actually toured together what for a short time and i wanted to go to that concert so bad because they're two of my favorite music groups and they toured together and i don't they came anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. And I was so frustrated because I was like, this would be the greatest concert ever. Yeah. Literally, two different genres of music, two of my favorite groups. Mm-hmm. And then I never got to see, uh, you know, like I said, I didn't get to see Wu Tang until last night. Um, I've seen Rage Against the Machine twice. Yeah. Um, really? Great show. Great, great show. Yeah. Uh, one of the times I saw them, What times? Like, what years? This was early 2000s for both of them. Okay. Um, The second time I saw them is actually after they broke up and they got back together. Yeah. And man, I tell you what, they, you would have never thought they broke up. Mm -hmm. They just, they put on the greatest show. That was actually at Voodoo Fest in New Orleans. Um, So another cool Yeah Experience for me You know I got to go to House of Blues And then I got to go Well I went to Voodoo Fest Literally just to see Rage So funny story About that Uh, My friend Brian Shout out to Brian He He called me One day And he goes Hey what are you doing And I was like Oh nothing And he goes He's like You have work tonight And I was like "No, I'm off He goes You want to go See Rage And I was like What (laughs) And I was like Where He goes "Uh, They're playing Voodoo Fest In New Orleans and I was like, well, where are we going? He's like, we gotta go right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, ha, let's that's, go. That's I'm like, nice. screw it. I'm yeah. like, screw it, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so we awesome. went, we went, and it was awesome. It was oh, yeah. freaking great. But the first time I saw him, another cool tour, um, how I mentioned Rage and Wu Tang, this tour was actually Rage Against the Machine and Gangstar. Yes. So and I like Gangstar too. Um, big fan of DJ Premier. In his in his beats,
0: um, I, I think I've heard of King, Gangstar through uh, a movie soundtrack.
1: Maybe you know, yeah, Bad Boys too. Probably, I, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> DJ Premier does a lot of beats, but you, he's very his beats are very distinct. Like if you hear it, you're most likely you're gonna be like, oh, that's a DJ Premier beat. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that was a cool cool combination to yeah, see um, them. Um,
0: Rage Against the Machine concerts talk about uh, a crowd (laughs) oh yeah crazy oh yeah where were you in that crowd and how crazy I was up in the stands I was like nope I actually
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um well the voodoo fest we were out in just a field like voodoo fest is just wide open there's no seating voodoo fest there's multiple stages multiple artists playing at the same time you just walk around (laughs) they've got booths merch all kinds of stuff collectibles just selling all kinds of things everywhere stages everywhere different acts playing all at the same time you just kind of walk around and and hang out and go see who you want to see um what part of the city was it in do you remember uh they always do it in the same spot i want to say it was like close to over by where the zoo in new orleans is okay um yeah, I can't remember exactly. Oh, right. um, it's yeah. been so long since I've been. Yeah, you know, since I moved, since I moved here. Right. Um, yeah. I haven't been to New Orleans in a while. Yeah. Actually, was just there, because um, I went to Mississippi to visit, but I flew into New Orleans because it's cheaper to fly into New Orleans than it is to fly into Mississippi, which is crazy. Um, but it's it's um it's only like an hour and a half drive, I guess, oh, to to bad. where I grew up. So it's kind of like. Pretty much driving, like, driving Portland to Portland Airport. Yeah, yeah, I just get my brother to pick me up. So. Yeah, New Orleans is a pretty magical city, though. Uh, New Orleans is interesting. It is. It's definitely interesting. It just depends on where you go, what part of town.
2: Yeah, we, So when I went, we stayed in the French Quarter and definitely oh, yeah. realized, you know what, you walk down Bourbon and you're usually pretty good without one walk. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, well,
1: you're fine. Yeah, you walk down, you walk up. Yeah, Sorry, right. I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off. I
2: Got excited about all this New Orleans talk. A lot of good memories there. Oh yeah, yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> so was it like, like both of the, the... Rage concerts were actually both in New Orleans? Nice, <clears throat> that's awesome. So the the crowd in
0: in Rage Against the Machine, you were up in the in the stage, so you got to see the crowd go mm. crazy. Oh like... yeah, oh yeah. Was it like popcorn,
1: or was it's it definitely like... some mosh pit like... <laughs> going on? <laughs> like.
0: Rotation, all of it.
1: All all of it. Of it. People are down there kicking and punching, <laughs> doing their thing, and pushing each other and shoving each other and going crazy. Yeah. But I actually went with so funny. Funny thing about both my rage concerts, both times I went with my friend Brian, two different Brian's. Shout out, to Brian. <laughs> Shout out to the other Brian. Yeah. <laughs> the other, the other Brian is actually. Um, he's like a brother to me the uh, the uh, the the Brian that I went to the first rage concert with um he's like he's pretty much my best friend we've known each other for a very long time um blood blood couldn't make us any closer than what we are. He's like a brother to me. I went with Brian it was let's see if I can remember correctly it was me. Brian, his brother, and his dad? <laughs> and we had seats. We didn't have floor tickets. So we were up in the stands. And But yeah, like I said, you, <laughs> you could look down and you just... People are just... <laughs> pushing, shoving, kicking, punching, jumping. Yeah, the audience was part of the show. Oh yeah, like. for sure. For sure. <clears throat> um... Funny story about that though, so <laughs> uh, what, what concert was this? Mm, now I can't remember what concert it was. I, I, I went to a lot of concerts when I was younger, so, so we had a venue there, um, the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, and uh, it was eh, probably the same size as the Moda Center. I think it holds, you know, maybe 20,000 plus. Um, and we'd have a lot of concerts, uh, indoor venue indoors. Yeah. So uh, some of the concerts I, I went to when I was younger, I'm trying to think what my first concert was. I seen George Thorgood and the destroyers with ZZ top. I think that <laughs> nice. might've been my first concert. That was a great concert. <laughs> great concert. ZZ top. They were old, but they still, yeah. they put on a great show. Nice. That was a good concert. And then uh, Ozzy Osbourne saw him live with uh, Sepultura and Typo Negative. Wow. So I don't know if either of you guys have heard of those bands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Typo Negative, that's some (laughs) crazy, goth, demon music. (laughs) 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 I mean, it is what it is. (laughs) But... That show was great too. That 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 concert was awesome because Ozzy just I mean he's 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 out of it. He's just he's one of those artists that I'm like, oh they're on autopilot. I mean he's up there rocking out and he's just like (laughs) somebody threw a tennis ball at his head while he was singing and no lie, the tennis ball bounced off his forehead went like halfway back into the crowd and he didn't even miss a beat. He was like (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, holy crap, he didn't even move. I was like, he didn't even budge. And then I was like, and then I was like, how hard is his head? That tennis ball flew way back in the crowd. But cool story about that concert. My buddy Johnny, shout out to Johnny, (laughs) one of my other best friends, We were at that concert together. Well, he was crowd surfing in security in the Coliseum. They were assholes. He goes crowd surfing and he gets to the front, like right by the stage. They yanked him. They yanked him. And he's walking and he's like, he doesn't know where to go. We're teenagers. You know, we're just kids. And he's like, where do I go? And security's like, get out. And he's like, what do I do? And the security guard shoves him. And I'm like, hell no, he just pushed my friend. Ozzy sees the security guard push my friend and I was just like what's Ozzy doing he walks over he picks up this giant freaking water gun that's hooked to a water hose and starts blasting the security guard and I'm like yes that is awesome all right and so dude like 15 minutes later i think i'm up in the stands here comes johnny i'm like dude what happened where'd you go he's like freaking security shoved me in my back and pushed me and was like get out and i made my way back in and i was like dude you missed it he's like what happened and i was like ozzy saw the security guard push you and he picked up one of those water guns and freaking blasted the security guard and he's like no way and i was like i'm not lying i was like it was awesome and he's like dude that's pretty cool so that's a funny story about that concert um but that's great (laughs) i got sidetracked like really sidetracked because we're talking about mosh pits one of the concerts i can't remember i was at i went down on the floor okay and this is another one when i was in high school now mind you i'm shrinking because i'm getting old (laughs) i'm a little taller than people think because i have really bad posture but i have a crooked spine so I'm, I don't know if it's like deteriorating, but I'm, I'm getting smaller. In high school, I was pushing six feet tall. I mean, I was like right there. I was like 5'11 and like three quarters. I mean, I was pushing six feet. I weighed <laughs> at six feet tall, like 115 pounds. <laughs> Oh, I was a bean pole. Okay. I was just a broom, walking broomstick. <laughs> I jumped into that mosh pit and I was freaking pushing people all over Damn. the place and just I was going crazy. I don't know if I blacked out <laughs> or what. But one of my friends was like in the in the stands and they were like, "Dude, I don't know what got into you or you were like pushing everybody." They were like, that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. I just—they're like—I can't even remember what friend it is, but they were like—they were like—I literally look down on the floor, and you just see a whole crowd of people just getting pushed all over the place, and then you see this little skinny stick that you can barely make out. And I'm like, holy crap, that's Joe. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know, man. It was ad- adrenaline, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I've, I've said this in uh, prior uh, podcasts, but uh, I have gotten real close to getting into a mosh pit. The closest thing to a mosh pit that I, I was... At a corn concert, and there was a huge mosh pit behind me, and I was the wall of the mosh pit. Like, my back was where everybody was bouncing off, oh. and I was so close to getting into it, but I never did. The closest thing that I got to a mosh pit was at the uh, Goldfinger
2: concert. I love this concert. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I... Listen to the prior podcast for that story. Oh my (laughs) god! But but the whole crowd was just bouncing, and so you just kind of were part of it, and that's the closest thing to a mosh pit. And I, at that same, Van's Warped Tour, uh, I saw other bands playing, and people are just throwing fists and kicks and. Drop kicks, yeah. and it's like, what are, what is this? You know, like that, that type of mosh pitting just confuses me to mm-hmm. no end. I don't understand. They're just out there to
1: hurt. Yeah, it's me like, away. why would you want to participate in this? Like, if you want to get in a fight, just get in a fight with yeah. somebody. <laughs> like, oh, this is fun. I'm here to see this band live, right. but I'm gonna jump in this circle and kick and punch my way around.
0: <laughs> but the the other the other mosh pits that that are of, a little chaotic, but not full on violent. Yeah, you know, are are
1: interesting and fun, and I love it. You know, it's great. But I just never got into it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, it, it's funny that you mentioned corn because it might actually have been a corn concert. Because I've <laughs> the, seen you, them, I've <laughs> seen them twice. One of the times was uh, the the Family Values tour, uh, yeah. which was back in the 99? 90s. Yeah, '99. Yeah, oh, such a good tour. That was. Um, Stained. I can't remember the the fifth artist on that tour, but I remember the one that I went to. It was Stained, Limp Biscuit, Corn, Method Man, and Method Dead Man. Man. Yeah. And that was the only I was time. Gonna say. That was the only time that I ever seen Method Man live, like any member of Wu Tang. Um, and I can't remember. There was another one. I, I, I want to say there was one other band. And where yeah. was that? This was at the same place, the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. Uh, Most of my concerts were either there or in New Orleans. Um, Yeah. When did you move over here to Oregon? Why did I move here? No, when? Oh, when? (laughs) 2015. Oh, really? Yeah. Recent? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I've only been here
0: for eight years. I feel like I've known you more than that. I know, right? It seems (laughs) like it. I'm I'm
1: easy to get along with. (laughs) I'm pretty laid back. I'm easy to be friends with. But yeah, eight years. I've been in Oregon for eight years.
0: So other than the Wu-Tang... Uh, tattoo What other
1: Music So, so you can't see Tattoos it. do you have You can't see it anymore And uh, and obviously For the listeners They can't see us But <laughs> Yeah um, I had A microphone up here That had a fist on it It's gone now You covered it up um, Yeah But that actually is Off of a Rage Against the Machine CD mm-hmm. um, It's just a It's just a little microphone With the fist holding it I end up in my arm out So I had to had To cover that one up, so yeah,
0: the only ones that I have mm-hmm. were uh slipknot. Oh, <laughs> slipknot yeah, yeah. S's, but I've covered them, yeah, I've covered them since then. How so, about you,
2: Eric? I have zero <laughs> tattoos, no tattoos, but I'm yeah. uh, I'm
0: changing that <laughs> soon.
2: Uh, speaking of no, in a couple of weeks, I'm getting my first, and it is music related, it is music related. It is okay, great, so nice. So it's gonna be uh, one of Kurt Kogan, Kurt cobain's broken guitars right that he broke it because major influence in my life i loved his music since i was a kid yeah and then just a couple of lines from one of his letters or one of the songs i'm still narrowing it down yeah let's go grayscale. but oh sweet yeah i figured you know what it's my first something i've wanted for so long as yeah. will finally do it and yeah. it has a lot of meaning to me too there you go mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm excited yeah so you bought a drum set I
1: did. I did. So, so, for so for the listeners out there, when just when Justin was setting up and getting ready for for the podcast, podcast I'm yeah. like, oh, you know what? Uh, we had a little bit of time. You're setting up. I'm gonna run over to McDonald's and grab some food. While well, I was talking to my I was talking to my buddy Mike earlier. Shout out, Shout to, out to Mike. To Mike. <laughs> so, and I've always wanted to play the drums. I don't know why. I just always thought I'd be like, you know, I, 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 I'm like, you know what? I've got tattoos, and I'm I'm rock and roll, and I'm like, you know, I'd be a pretty sexy drummer, you know? So, and I just, I don't know, never, never. White, you, white bandana. Right? <laughs> so just drumming with no shirt on, so you can see all the tattoos. It's just sweat dripping down, you know? Um but I've always wanted to play the drums, and me and Mike were talking about jamming earlier because he's, uh, he's setting up his spare room as like a little, not like a studio, but just, you know, he's got guitars. I think he might end up moving his keyboard in there. But Mike plays guitar, Mike plays keyboard, and I was talking about, we were talking about jamming, and I was just like, you know, I always wanted to play drums. And I said, you know, what if I just, what if I bought a drum set and kept it at your house? and I could come over and we can just, you know, I can teach myself how to play drums and and we can just have some fun. He's like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if I'm gonna like it or how long I'm gonna do it. So obviously don't want to spend a lot of money because drums are not cheap. No. And I'm like, oh, maybe I can find a drum set on Marketplace or a cheap beginner drum set. (laughs) So I'm over at McDonald's waiting for my food and I get online and I go to this website that's got all kinds of instruments and, um. I'm looking at different drum sets, and I've, you know, I, I've had friends that uh, that are drummers, um, so like, you know, I know like a couple of the big name, the brands, but I was looking at some stuff, and so uh, Questlove, the drummer for the Roots, um, also drummer on uh, the Jimmy Fallon show, um, <laughs> yeah. he he is uh, sponsored by Ludwig, and so he has like his own signature signature sets. With Ludwig and I found one that was like 350 and it wasn't a complete set it didn't have you know both of the toms it just had a snare one uh the one small tom the floor tom and then the hi-hat and I think just the crash right cla- crash slash ride symbol. um and I'm like that's all I need to start out with and I'm like 350 that's not bad it's a brand new set quest love signature set so I go to the website, click on it, Just and go about
0: to, to press. yeah, and by. so I, I, I
1: <laughs> click on the click on the link to go to the website, and then I'm looking at the details. <laughs> it's a kid set, and I'm like, oh, no wonder it's 350. So <laughs> I mean, I'm like, so, you're short
0: enough. I mean, you
1: probably yeah, could. right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I mentioned earlier that I was shrinking, so like, I was, you know, so would I'm like, shrink like, into
0: that set. right, shrink I mean, into the set. Eventually, into. eventually, yeah, <laughs>
1: eventually I'll be like Mr. Burns, you know, excellent. Uh, so I already freaking hunch over like crazy. Like, um, so
0: you chose not to buy that. So set. <laughs> obviously I didn't want that
1: one. So I'm looking at different sets, and so I looked looked at some other Ludwig sets, and then there was a Pearl set that I liked too. And so I was like, okay, I like. I found two sets. One was a Ludwig set. One was a Pearl set. Both complete sets with everything: stands, the toms, the snare drum, the cymbals. It even comes with a stool. And I think it comes with drumsticks. It's like literally like everything I need. And I was like, I don't have to buy nothing. It comes with all of it. And so one was like 600 bucks. And I think the other one was like six uh, 670 maybe. And I was like, man, I really don't want to spend that much. Especially on something I've never done before. Like I've played drums before. I can keep a rhythm. And so I'm just like, man, don't want to <laughs> spend that much money. Well, of course, this website I'm on is like, apply for art credit card you can get zero percent interest for like 24 months 36 months and i'm like shit that's nothing i was like that's not even 20 dollars a month and i'm like oh boy do i really want to do that so of course i click on it apply now to for the see if you apply now for the credit card and i'm just like all right let me see what happens congratulations you're approved for a thousand dollars i'm like all right <laughs> i guess i'm getting a drum set <laughs> this is what credit's for <laughs> sure, exactly and then i guess for signing up for the credit card they send me these bonus bucks so i got 50 bucks and i took that off the drum set i end up going with the ludwig um it was 600 bucks um and so I took the fifty off, so it ended up being five fifty, and then I used the credit card nice. finance at zero percent. So I went and got McDonald's and <laughs> came back wrong. with McDonald's and ordered a drum set. And a drum set. And, and, drum set. <laughs> and yes. I'm just like, oh perfect. We're doing a music podcast. <laughs> I just bought a drum set. <laughs> so and then and then I send the I send the link to Mike. And uh, he looked at it, and he texted me back, and he goes, dude, sweet. And I was like, I just bought it. (laughs) He's like, what? (laughs) He's like, really? He's like, you're going to keep it at my house? And I was like, yeah, for now. You know, because I plan on I mean, I live in an apartment, you know, obviously. We live by each other. Um, But I'm like, I don't have anywhere to put it in my apartment. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'll keep it at your place, and we can jam out until I get a house or find somewhere else I can put it.
0: Yeah, it's
1: nice that you have a place for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I talked, I I had mentioned to him, we were playing disc golf earlier today, and that's when we actually were discussing me getting drums and putting them at his place so we can jam, and he was already okay with it, so I I already knew. I was like, okay, I know I can buy the drum set. He already told me I could keep it there. I mean, that's the whole purpose of me buying the set is so we can jam together once Mm -hmm. I learn how to play. So I'm just like, all right, well, 550 bucks on a new hobby. I was like, that's not that bad, you know. They they had drum sets on. They had drum sets on there that were like two grand. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and this drum set had great reviews.
0: Yeah, 550
1: and so, for a drum set no, is cheap, and it's Ludwig, which is a great brand. Like you can drop 500 on a guitar. Yeah. Easily. To, oh yeah. Oh yeah. For so, sure. So for a
0: whole drum kit. For a complete set, yeah.
1: It just it's you yeah. know, and if I want to add that's stuff, that's a good I can. deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it's got it's got everything I need to start out. It's got like how much
0: is your guitar?
1: Oh, the one I want is like
2: twelve hundred.
1: <laughs> Goodness gracious! But, uh,
2: no, actually, I just got the first one I bought was just like a cheapo guitar from a pawn shop. Yeah, how and, much did you pay for that? Oh, I... do you remember? Not much. It was like one fifty or something. It's an Oscar Schmidt. What about your second one? that one my nephew sold it to me and that's a fender and that's my acoustic and it's wonderful yeah, and i bought that from him for 20 bucks oh wow bucks. i know he's all a deal
0: yeah what i want for this i don't know
2: buy me a pack of beer and you can have it <laughs> yeah <20 bucks. laughs> and then yeah my bass uh, that was another one from a pawn shop actually how much did a bass cost uh, that how was much? actually a birthday present what is it oh i can't even think of the name like oh. I think playing, it's nothing special. Yeah, I
0: have a I have a Fender uh, bass guitar. Oh, nice. It's mm. under my bed. <laughs> you don't play it, huh? Oh, I, I should, but I just yeah. never have the time for it. I and actually
1: I, started out playing guitar when I was a kid, and I took lessons for a little while, and then I got bored with it and quit playing, so I... I I can't I couldn't even play it now. I've tried before, like, oh, let me see if I remember anything and I can't remember how to play guitar at all. This <laughs> is weird.
0: Like I'm constantly moving, but I don't know if I'd have the the uh, precision I mean, to do a drum.
1: Oh, that's, that's how drum, I am. I'm kid. just like I'm a little nervous about it. A... I've played drums before, like just goofing around, and I can keep a rhythm. Yeah, I think. I think the hardest part for me is gonna be moving my feet separately because you got one foot that controls the hi hat and you got the other one that is for the kick drum, the bass drum. Yeah. And so, and sometimes you don't move those feet at the same time or even at the same uh, tempo. And so that I think I, I'm sure I could get it down um, because I'm pretty, I'm really good with like hand-eye coordination, um, which is, I mean. Basi- I mean you're not really using hand eye coordination for drumming but I mean a lot of it kind of goes together mm-hmm. you know but I'm I'm pretty coordinated I mean I can keep a rhythm um, and I pick on things I pick I pick up excuse me I pick up on things um, pretty easily and pretty quickly I'm not saying that that'll happen with drums I'm hoping it does but I've never dabbled enough to know, like, what my full potential is. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've goofed around and I can keep a rhythm. I can, you know, I can make a beat. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so... But the thing about...
0: Playing a drum is like you can keep the beat. That's great, but you got to keep three different beats at the same time. Exactly, because like I said,
1: yeah, because you're moving your feet separately, Mm -hmm. and not only that, you're moving your hands separately too. Because you've got to hit, you know, one hand is hitting cymbals or the hi hat, and the other one's on the snare drum, and then you got to switch to the toms. You know, and then both can go toms or, you know, one on the toms. You got a floor tom. You got two toms, a snare drum, cymbal. I'm like, oh, man, that's a lot of things to, <laughs> to hit. Yeah.
2: No. But I don't, I'm don't. i horrible at guitar, but I sure do love playing it and just playing yeah. around. And it's like really yeah. quite therapeutic for me. That's, that's how I am with... That's, uh,
0: that's the thing I love about the bass is that yeah. you just kind of strum on it.
1: That's how I am with singing. Um so when I go over to Mike's, uh shout out to Mike again. Um <laughs> so Mike actually has a uh a, well it's not his, it's actually our buddy Joe's. Shout out to Joe. Um <laughs> they have a karaoke machine over there mm. and it's hooked up to the TV. Um so what we'll do is we'll go to YouTube on the TV and just mm-hmm. type in like karaoke or whatever song we want to do and it plays on the TV and the words come on you follow the words and then the music plays through the karaoke speaker and we have microphones and we just chill and do karaoke and I am a horrible singer but I love to sing same I love and I only will do karaoke at Mike's house if I go to a bar or a club or anything like that and they're doing karaoke I will not do karaoke really um yeah, the but, only
0: the only karaoke I've ever done is in Japan.
1: Yeah, like yeah. maybe once or twice here right. in America. That's it. Uh, yeah, I only do karaoke at mics, I and I, I'm not poor, that great. Some uh, people like some people that have been over there. They they tell me that I sing good, but I'm just like there ain't no way. Like I I, <laughs> I can hear myself. Mm-hmm. It's not atrocious, but I, I, it's not great either. But I just I'll sit I'll get on that mic and start going at it. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. Yeah, it's about having fun. <clears throat>
2: Oh, I think we're just about out of time.
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's it. Well, oh, man, this is a podcast. That was too quick. Thanks for being on, Joe. I'm going to have to yeah. come back again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. We didn't You're even welcome. get to talk about it. I know it'd be a fun to have you everywhere. and Mike. We didn't actually so um me and Mike talked about that too. He he was like, "Oh, they they invited me to be on the podcast. They want me to come on next week." And yeah. so I was like, "Cool. I was like, if you want, I'll do it with you." Yeah. So me and Mike can both come on next week. All right. Week. Well, yeah, they're, they're, you, you hear also. it?
0: Uh, Mike and Joe are going to be back on next week maybe Uh, we might have another person on at that time as well we'll see Uh, but this has been Concerts to Cans where we talk about live music to headphones and all things between you can get a hold of us at allthingsbetween at outlook.com send us an email and ask us what you know You want to hear from us next week, or you know, tell us about a concert that you moshed in. You know, just
1: yeah, let us know, kicking and punching and going crazy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I've been Justin,
1: Joe, Eric,
2: and one more thing when the music's over, turn out the lights.